I'm Heather Schwartz from the Palace of Academe. Today, I'm very excited to have with me Katherine Dickerson. She is a PET instructor and a Montessori teacher. And she's here today to talk to us about PET and her experience working with parents and children um, and helping them improve their relationships with PET. Hi, Katherine. Hi, Heather. It's great to see you again. You too. I'm glad you could be here. Yeah. So, PET, Parent Effectiveness Training, is a, a book and a program uh, for parents to improve their relationships. Uh, can you tell us a bit about how you got involved in PET and what drew you to it? Well, when I started working as a Montessori teacher, the parents were so amazed by how their children behaved in my classroom that they asked me to teach them so they could have the same experience at home. So I started teaching parenting classes right from the, from my very, like my second year as working with children about 35 years ago now. And um, ever since then, I've been looking for a really good parenting program. After being a Montessori teacher, I went on to be a, a registered play therapist, a psychotherapist with young children and their families. And, um, was exposed to and taught and was trained in a wide variety of parenting courses. And then finally I found PET and that was what I was looking for because what I think sets PET apart is um, Thomas Gordon gets down to the root of what children need. And what I think that is they need respect for their really active minds so with active listening, we listen to the children without solving their problem for them. First of all, accept that children have their own problems that they can solve, yeah. um, but they might not be conscious of how to do it. So us with this active listening skill, help them see their issues more clearly and come up with their own solutions um, to do their own thinking. Mm -hmm. And with iMessages, we give them the information they need to do thinking about the impact their behavior has on us, both positive and negative, and to come up with their own solutions um, that we are satisfied with. And then with method three, we work together to find out what each other's deep rational value is, what their fundamental need is at stake, and figure out a way that everybody can get their needs met. Um, I think it's really brilliant and so profoundly respectful of both parents and children. Right. That's great. And so it has a lot in common with Montessori then too, which is a philosophy that, or a way of educating that is also very respectful of child's mental needs, intellectual needs. Yes. I, I think the fundamental idea that a child is a whole human being, they're not just somebody's son or daughter or big brother or little sister. They're a whole person on their own, and they have active minds that they need to use and want to use and can use. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's And that's a, a really crucial, important part of child development. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Um, so one thing that I really like about parent effectiveness training that drew me to it, because just like you, when I first um, decided to be a stay-at-home mom, be a parent, and, uh, and be a homeschooler, I started looking into all kinds of parenting programs as well, and it's the one that stuck with me, and that's that's definitely one of the reasons, and I also really liked the, uh, the clarity about exactly how to tell um, 
who owns the problem is is the way it's phrased in the program of who who is responsible and what your role is as the parent in in anything that's going on with with your child or in your family right that example of you know when your child has a problem you want to help them but the question is what is really helping and is solving the problem for them and doing your thinking for them really helping or is reflecting back their thoughts and their understanding so that they have a clearer view of it. Is that what's really helpful? And you asked about the impact on families. <laughs> I've had many moms tell me that they're much less stressed. Yes. They don't feel like they own all the problems of the world and they're surprised that they've not only been taking on their children's problems but their husband's problems and their friends problems and their neighbors problems and now that whole weight is off of them yes i've had people tell me they're surprised at how bright their children are they didn't know they could think like that yeah they didn't know they had all that information in their mind yes you're giving them some space to uh to exercise that mind and to um to begin to solve their own problems and they do really surprise you. <laughs> yes. They, and sometimes the solutions they come up with are really something, but as long as they're acceptable to you and they work for the child, that that's all that's, that's necessary. It doesn't have to be my ideal solution. Right. Um, another thing that parents have told me, these are parents of older children, some of who took the parent. I just had a mom write me today whose son is in college and she took PET when he was about four. And um, she's just so proud of how capable and independent he is and responsible and full of initiative and just thriving. And she's so proud. Another mom has been writing me. She's so thrilled. Her son had a tough year mm -hmm. and he talked with her throughout it. And they, you know, she active listened and sometimes they use method three and she's so pleased that instead of shutting down like so many of his friends did he came to her mm -hmm. and then there's another mom who writes about how not just her son talks to her but her son's friends talk to her wow because they can't talk to their parents because their parents just throw up what thomas gordon calls roadblocks and solves their problem for them without even really understanding what the problem is yes yes so those are some examples of real life moms telling me mm -hmm. um, that they're, you know, loving the results and enjoying life that's and, awesome. and feeling less stressed. That's so good. Yeah. And I think that sometimes when, um, you know, when we're homeschooling and we have our kids with us all the time, that's part of why I think some people think, I don't know if I could homeschool. It seems so much harder. And I think that's part of why is because we think, oh, all the problems that my child has all day, I need to take on, I need to do something about, I need to be responsible for. But when we can get that perspective of supporting them in their problems and not owning them, which PET explicitly teaches you how to do that, it's not left up in the air, You're, there's no guessing about who owns the problem. You will definitely know. And you don't have to take everything on that goes on in your home every day if your child has a problem. And the thing is, you actually can't. Yeah. We, when somebody has a problem, they're the one who lived with it. <coughs> Excuse me. They're the one who experienced all the details of yes. it. And they know it, even though with kids it's not conscious, 
but they've had the experience and those memories are in their mind. Um, and active listening to what they are telling us both verbally and non-verbally really opens up that information for them. And it promotes initiative and responsibility and self-awareness and self-confidence. Mm-hmm. And awareness and it, of it's, the other person as well. Yes, I mean, it's amazing what one skill can promote. Yes. I, I, it, I've been teaching this for almost 20 years and I'm still amazed. That's so good. Yeah. Yeah. I really love this program as well. And I've, um, I've been very impressed with the same kinds of things, like how, how, as I learn to use it better because I'm a new instructor and, you know, um, this is new to me. I'm definitely still learning all the time how to put these things into practice, but I definitely can agree with the idea of it being less stressful for me, the more that I understand how to, um, not only understand who owns a different problem, but also the strategies and the, the things to do um, in any given situation that really do help. And, um, and you know, one of the goals of parent effectiveness training when you learn the skills is to have more time when your family is conflict-free, <laughs> at peace, friendly yes. Yes. with each other. And it is true. The more you use them, the more time that you do have like that. It's wonderful. It is. And we've been talking about what to do when the child owns a problem, but there are skills for when I own a problem too. And a great example is like a little four-year-old's happily drawing on the wall. He doesn't have a problem. He's having a blast. I have a big problem. (laughs) And there's a way to communicate that to the child without shame or blame or punishment or harshness, but clearly. Uh And in a way that children are more likely to be able to listen and go, oops, let me fix that. Right, right. Yes. And then, of course, that's... Sorry, so that you don't feel like you're being walked over or you're being taken advantage of, which is... Exactly. Or that you're kind of bullying your child, you know, shaming him or blaming him or guilting him. And um, and then there's another skill for when, you know, sometimes... You've, you've spoken so clearly and so non-judgmentally and they still get defensive. And there's a skill for working with that too. So it, there's nothing pie in the sky about this. It's all very down to earth, very realistic, mm-hmm. very um, really reason applied to reality in, in a quite a beautiful way. Yes, I agree with you. Yeah, it's really, it's really um, usable, very practical. <laughs> it's practical and... and- Yes, extremely. And I will also tell you, people think I'm amazing with children. <laughs> I, I, I don't mean, I, I, I'm not saying that. This is what people say, but it's PET that's amazing. Okay. Um, I just had a workshop recently where a very intense little boy was getting very frustrated and it really looked like we were going to have a big tantrum and everybody was, all the parents there were holding their breath. And I just kept using the PET skills and using the PET skills. And he looked me in the eye. He took a big breath and he just leaned against me and relaxed and waited for his turn after all. And people were like, how did you do that? (laughs) And it was the PET skills and respecting his intelligence and his ability to um, think things through with a little, with a little help. Right. Yes. Yeah. And that is one. Um, so like sometimes 
parents think, okay, what can I do to make my child act in a certain way? And there's almost a certain like determinism about it as though like, if I do this, then my child will turn out like this. And it isn't like that. And, and PET isn't like that. It's not an, if you do this, then this will happen. What it is, is it's a freedom for your child to develop to develop his own strengths, his own intelligence, his own awareness of his character. character. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And it's similar to Montessori in that too, where you give them the environment for them to grow and develop in the way that's natural and healthy for them instead of, and, and you take the roadblocks out of the way, right? Because PET talks about roadblocks where you're actually like causing resistance. <laughs> exactly. You're actually... Yeah. With the, with the best intent to try to help, we often cause resistance. Yes. And and then when um you know children start stop talking to us when that happens because you know we don't really listen. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And 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 they don't want to tell us when they've done something wrong because of the roadblocks we throw up that they end up feeling bad about mm -hmm. themselves. Whereas with the iMessages in PET, children have a chance to fix the problem. Yes, and they know that they'll be supported in a way that is um, helpful <laughs> helpful to them without taking over or without telling them how to do it or without telling them what's wrong with them for having this problem. Or exactly. That, yeah, exactly. that cause kids to shut down. I think one of the really poignant things that Thomas Gordon points out is that a lot of the roadblocks, things like asking lots of questions, this is when somebody has a problem, not during the no problem area, you can ask all the questions you want, but when someone has a problem, um, things like asking questions and giving advice and analyzing, um, and then of course, any shaming or blaming or anything like that causes the child to shut down, but also to feel guilty because one, to feel guilty, for trying to meet his needs because one of the fundamental views here is that all behavior, especially of children, is an attempt to meet a need. Right. And sometimes that attempt is very clumsy, sometimes the attempt is destructive. Yes. But if we can understand the need that they're trying to meet, which is what PET focuses okay. on, and help them understand the need they're trying to meet um, by reflecting it back to them, then they can have more constructive ideas. Yes. And with little children, you know, they haven't been around long enough to come up with a lot of ideas. So there are also strategies for um, offering some possibilities. Mm. Yeah, okay. And so would you use strategies for offering possibilities um... I guess that's something you have to kind of restrain yourself <laughs> sometimes. Yes, yes. Because we've all got great ideas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we know exactly how to solve, you know, your seven-year-old right, exactly. problem. Right, exactly. Because <laughs> okay. yeah, we've been there yes. before many times. We have that right. experience. Right. 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 Um, uh, I can give you an example sure. of that. Uh, in the PET class I'm teaching right now, it's focused on families with children zero to five. And um, we practice the skills, and one of the practice steps is I have a problem, and they active listen to me. And I had a problem with enough people helping me get ready for a big party. And they all offered to help me 
with the cooking. And as we went through the process, it turned out I didn't need help with the cooking. I was feeling kind of invisible because no one was stepping mm -hmm. up. So my need wasn't help with cooking, which is what they came right in with right. immediately. Oh, I can make that. I'll take care of that. Give me that recipe. And they were really pushy about it too. They really wanted, they so wanted to help me. But it was, that wasn't my real need. And I didn't even know what my need was until they active listened. And then I thought, oh my goodness, this isn't yeah. about food. Yeah. <laughs> so does, is that a, a Yeah, that's example? a great example. And I can think of so many times where, um, you know, where I can think of, I have a need and somebody else I can tell isn't recognizing that need. They, they're they solving something else and not really hearing my problem. And I can think of times when I've done mm -hmm. that or been tempted to do that with my own children where, you know, they're saying something or doing something and I think the problem is this. So I go and solve that and they're still upset and it turns out I wasn't listening yes. to what their problem really was. I was swooping in and solving what I thought it was. And the thing is, when we do that, if they're still upset, we think they weren't exactly. listening to us. Yeah. But we weren't yes. listening to them. Yeah, that's right. Or we think that, you know, they're still upset they're being bad or they're, you know, we, we have all of these things that we kind of attribute their behavior to. But looking at it through the lens of, you know, all behavior is always trying to meet some need. And that need is usually something just fine that we can accept. We just need that. Yes, yeah. exactly. With, I think with children, that need is yeah. always something that's understandable yeah, and acceptable. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Yeah. So, yeah, I just love the PET program and um, all the ways that it teaches you to, to, have, to, to help your children in really effective ways and to also get your needs met in really effective ways and to communicate with your kids and communicate what you need. Um, yeah. And as you're describing that, I'm thinking how you get to know each other better. So relationships are closer Absolutely. and more loving. That, that's another thing that uh, parents, dads have told me this too, that they really are loving the loving relationships oh, they're having. That's with so good. Yeah, yeah. 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 It really does teach you how to um, like self-disclose or like tell how you feel so that, because we don't always do that and not even about your child's behavior, but about anything in your life it really encourages you to like to talk openly about who you are as a person with your child so that your child can get to know you as a person <laughs> right and then they they know what to get you for your birthday yeah. and for christmas and for mother's day and but mostly they just get to know you as a person you're not just their right. parent you're a, a another human being which is so much richer then a you know, parent is one of the many things parents yeah. are. Yeah. And your kids yeah. need to know you as that whole person because they want to develop and they want your modeling. They want to, uh, yes. to know who you are so that they can start to become who they are and develop themselves. So that's great. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Great. So in future episodes, I'll definitely be talking more about how PET applies to homeschooling specifically. And Catherine, I hope that um, I can have you back on sometime. It was great to have you. And maybe we can talk. It would be my pleasure, Heather. About PET. Great. Okay. Thank you so much. And I'll just. Thank you for having me. Um, I'll just end the podcast here. But if you could hold on, Catherine, I'll be right back with you. 
And thanks everyone for watching. Uh, make sure to like the video and follow my channel. And I'll see you next time. Bye.